sweet. Just a little flimsy. I didn't pack the bottom so good. That's all right. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 61 of the podcast. My God, it's feeling like it's been ages. Past six weeks six weeks have been wild. We've missed three episodes in the past six weeks because it seems like every other week the world's ending in my household. But today we are back, and we have a lot to talk about. I have a lot of cool crunk collabs on the table that I want to show off. But before we get into today's episode, don't forget to sign up for our newsletter at bmsglasses.com. We have a Sunday sale today that this is coming out, which is the 30th. Big, big Sunday sale, lots of clear, lots of color. And lots of variety, and I think there's going to be like one Crunk collab available today there, um, which will be this guy right here. Uh, the rest of these um, are going different places. But yeah, I'm stoked to spend uh, the next hour or so here talking about these, session them, and just hanging out. Uh, but man, what a week it's been. We'll get into that later. I'm just going to smoke this joint for a bit, and we'll talk about the Crunk collabs, collabs right away and just get right fucking into it. That's a new thing. I want to get right into the glass. And just do, just fucking just talk about glass. And then we'll save the personal stuff and ranting for later in the episode once everybody's warmed up and good and stoned. I feel like sometimes I start these episodes and you guys aren't even high yet and I'm fucking already baked and I'm just going off about shit and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let us all catch up. Holy shit. So I'm gonna let you guys catch up. Yeah, I went to the gym this morning. I brought this crunk collab to the gym to show my trainer because she's never seen any of my glass in person. Like she follows me on Instagram and stuff, but brought it to her and showed her in person she was just like holding it and just like bouncing it in her hand then i told her what it cost and she immediately was like why are you letting me toss this thing around i was like i just wanted to see your face after you were holding it like that and i told you how much it fucking cost so it's crazy look at this joint this is crazy though like that's i can't even pack a cone right i can't do i'm not i'm just not good at smoking weed i try though at least i look i think i look cool i'm doing it that's the only the only reason i do it anyways i'm trying to look cool Holy fuck. All right. I want to smoke. I can't do any more of that joy right now. I want to smoke hash. All right. Let's talk about this one first. <coughs> <coughs> Whew, I got to clean the up a little bit before I start taking dabs on that. This is the only one I'm going to dab on today. This one was scooped by a collector that had been waiting since the last Krunk piece sold. He's like a really good collector of mine and Krunks. He missed out on the last ones and uh, he patiently waited like six months seven months to be have the opportunity to get in on another one so we let him have first dibs so he picked out this one out of the batch and this is a 14 millimeter double diffuse i'm just cleaning now real quick before we can really talk about the piece um but the prep on this one's really cool i don't know if i've seen crunk do this prep too much so and all right and honestly i just wanted to feel like he did it just for me so i felt special so i didn't ask him i wasn't like hey dude how often do, you do that prep so in my head he made this just for me because it's got bear paws all over it so that's like one really unique part about this prep is there's like bear paws laid through the neck, right here through the can. It's gonna be hard to see on the camera, but this pattern on here is like bear paws and other shapes, but it's really cool 
to see the bear paws because you know that's our company name bear mountain studios and even our opals are bear paws so this was like a really special piece to be able to put together and um, have is like a bear mountain studios piece to have those bear paws and everything this is a 14 millimeter double diffuse like i said the colors on it are a mix of gold ruby and tangy it's our blood orange mix we do here in the studio i thought it would really complement the crunk prep because the crunk prep has these like hints of yellow orange and red through it so i was like let's create some tubing that's going to accent that but not take away from it one people uh, people ask me like why don't you do crushed opal or why don't you do this with our, with the collabs and i honestly think like it would look great if you go off on certain things, but I don't want to take away from the other person's prep. Like if I were to like put crushed opal or put something, like it might be distracting away from like the real focal point, which is all this beautiful chip work and all these millies that he puts all this time into and does so clean and beautifully. Um, so I just wanted to pick a color that was going to be really unique and one of a kind, but also complemented the piece and didn't take away from his prep. So this piece also has a fully handmade gold ruby perk. All of the perks in these and joints and everything are completely handmade, hand ground. Um, you know, they're they're just everything's handmade from the ground up on these. And uh, I swear that those fully colored perks, they're thicker and heavier duty. They definitely have a different rumble. Like if you were to smoke a fully clear double diffuse next to like a double diffuse like this with like the fully colored perk and everything. And obviously this one's a little taller than a regular double diffuse because it has the sidekick drain and the double Maria on the top here, the mouthpiece. Uh, so that's going to increase the height of the piece overall. And this is about an inch taller than a normal double diffuse because of those two features. And um, for anyone that doesn't know, if you're new to glass, when I say Maria, um, it's not a cool lady I know. Um, it's actually the name of the technique when you're compressing glass and making a disc, like on this mouthpiece, that's a single Maria. So it's just like this compressed little disc. And on these three, I did the double Maria's. Um, on them. This was the first one I made um, out of this batch of collabs, so that one didn't get the double Maria, but these ones all did, these bigger ones. So we'll take some dabs on this, but first I'm going to do some dry pulls and we'll just show some of the function on it. Excuse me, my fucking God. We'll show some of the function on this and sound and all that. And uh, then we'll take some dabs on it and talk more about this piece because I'm so grateful that I get to smoke this. You guys don't know how badly I want to smoke this purple piece. It's like I built a fucking Lamborghini and I can't drive it. It's like, I'm like, blah, let me drive it just once. Let me just drive it once. But I can't because it's going to a show. But I feel really awesome that Kronk wants to have that in a show. But we'll talk more about my feelings on that in a little bit. Let's keep focusing on this guy right here. All right, so let's pull on this piece. I think that's probably a pretty good angle right there. So we can see the little sidekick dumping. Just like a stream of fucking bubbles. I'll even move her closer. Just a fucking shredder. And I love that little like feature of the sidekick drains. Like it's cause like as a smoker, when you're looking down, typically you can't see the drain functioning because it's below the actual like kind of the plane of the top of the can here. So when you're smoking, you're looking down at a normal recycler, if the drain's directly below this part, like you're only gonna see the part here with the water splashing. But because of that sidekick drain, it brings it out and around. You get to see that bubble trail dumping, whipping out and coming back into the piece. So it, it's not something that increases like flavor or anything like that. It, this is literally just like I've said before in other podcast episodes, it's just a water feature. It's a cool thing to show like, hey, 
Look how the water is being controlled and manipulated to move through this piece of glass. So that's really all it is. But I really like doing the sidekick drains because they're just like a unique little thing to add into some of these collaborative pieces. It's a cool way to hold an opal. Um, and yeah, like this one to keep it shorter, I actually put the opal in a different spot and left it because the drain, to put the opals in the drain, you have to make this bend like 50 millimeters almost. So it's like kind of a big bend to put in the middle of a shorter piece. It works on this one because it's taller, but this one's at the 10 mils a bit shorter, but look at that one in a minute. Let's take some dabs. For anyone listening today, this is definitely going to be more of a visual podcast. I'll go off on life rants. I'll talk about what happened to my wife in the hospital and all this stuff. But most of today is going to be, we're going to be looking at these collabs and just taking dabs on this red one and just talking about my experience building these pieces and the concepts behind them and everything. The majority of today's episode, we're probably going to be talking about this purple one just because what a journey. But we'll go through the RBRs first and save the purple guy for uh, later in the episode. I almost want to call him Grimace, you know? Just this big old purple guy. That's what I should have called it when I posted it up. The Grimace Recycler. But that would be playing on just the color alone when this it should have like a name for the type of recycler, but it's not something I'm going to make a bunch of. There's, it's not possible for me to make a bunch of those. They're just too uh, labor intensive to actually be some piece of, to put into production. You'll probably see like one of those a year maybe. That'll probably be, that'll probably be the only one this year in that style. Um, but yeah, well, I keep getting distracted and want to talk about all the pieces. I'm sorry, I'm all over the place, but this shit's exciting for me. I worked so hard on these pieces. One of the most stressful weeks of my life, not only because of glass, but because my wife had like a life-threatening thing happen, and it's just been, it's just been insane. But shit just fuels me, I swear. It just gets me more amped up to work harder. All right, we're still smoking that sour papaya today. Um, cause I got a lot of it from my friends. I gotta get some more peace within hash though. We've been meaning to meet up cause I got his Phil Siegel piece here still. And we're both just busy guys. It's fucking hard to meet up with people, even though you fucking live five minutes from each other. Um, anytime he's free, I'm like, fuck, I'm changing a diaper. Or anytime I'm free, he's like, I'm taking care of a garden. So it's hard to coordinate. Turbo meter is all charged today. Turned it on first try. We're feeling good. That's what's up. I've been trying to just like appreciate when I'm feeling good the last week because like the little moments when you feel good you almost gotta just like embrace it and be like fuck yeah I feel good for a minute like this is nice like just feel it and enjoy it because life's complicated and constantly getting crazy and changing it's wild I'm fucking so excited to take a dab on this piece so the way this thing pulls double diffused or like the RBRs, I probably smoked the most, the 14 mil ones. So like this 14 mil one, that's like fucking Ferrari, like level double diffuse. Like it definitely just hits that much nicer. Like that full colored perk and everything. I'm just excited to fucking smoke this thing and watch all that function and taste these terps too. I haven't taken a dab yet today. I just took a couple hits off that joint at the beginning of this episode. And that is all I've smoked, which like my flow right now feels pretty good. But since I start getting high, this flow is going to get real sapped and I'm going to stop making sense. So that's why, that's why we just got to keep smoking and just keep rolling. All right. But yeah, I hope you guys are having a good day and thank you for coming and hanging out. Wow. Look how hot that, that was 470. That shit smoked up. Sorry. Sorry. I just, <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> wow. Sorry again, coughing in the mic. Holy shit. When it's that perfect temp and the cloud is thick. This thing dubs. My God. It's a skinnier drain too, which is really elegant looking, but <coughs> skinny drains are hard to get that really nice consistent bubble trail flow just because of inner diameters are typically a little tighter so the flow of water isn't as fast so the bubbles don't flow as quickly through it which reduces the amount of visibility of the bubble trail but this for being a skinny drain nice elegant looking drain rips <coughs> i think it's because <coughs> the volume of this little like foot to the drain down here is a little bit bigger than i typically do on these collab ones the necks and everything are thicker and heavier so I did all these bubbles on these ones extra big for stability. And I think that larger bubble at the base of the drain there may be what's uh, helping that skinny drain move so quickly and efficiently with that water and bubbles going through it. Pull on it some more. Man, that's fucking fun to watch. And it's the perfect timing too because you can actually step back from it and watch it still. It's not like super, super quick. Some drains have to be super fast because of the nature and the design. Like we'll talk about why these two drains have to be fast for that reason. Sidekick drains don't have to be as fast. So we can slow these down a little bit. Um, that's something we never really talk about on here actually is like um, building your recyclers and determining like how fast of a drain you're going to need to create proper function and also to visual aesthetics like for the piece like if it drains too slow or too fast for a certain style piece, it might take away from like how cool it looks in a video. So yeah, like I am very conscious of like drain speed. So it's something that like each design like has a different drain speed depending on like what we're trying to achieve. Something like a three by three, like you need a high speed drain. In order to funnel both of these little funnels down here and give them enough power to spin hard, you have to have like a really fast open drain on the top um but those are kind of like all little things that only really matter if you're blowing glass and making recyclers i'm not sure how many glass blowers actually watch my uh podcast but i still like to talk about that stuff even if you guys are like what the fuck has i been talking about like i don't fucking blow glass but you know i still like to talk about it because it's kind of like it's like a different perspective it's like different knowledge on the subject and glass and recycler function stuff that even if you're not a glass blower but you own a bunch of recyclers might give you some insight on a couple of the recyclers you own be like oh shit if the drain was like this it probably would hit better because it would speed it up or like this you know or it's perfect or whatever holy fuck that first stab of the day i don't care who you are that shit hits you differently it's like i feel like throughout the day it's like you almost wish like you get the first dab of the day every time but how i feel right now i'm like thank god this is only once a day this shit is strong it's intense I have not been dabbing as much because I've been working like a crazy person. And honestly, I've been like really stressed about life stuff and just dealing with things. So I just haven't been smoking a lot of hash. I've just been smoking like a joint, taking a few hits, setting it down in my ashtray, working. Like I just smoke like a couple joints throughout the whole day. At least that's what I've been doing recently. So this hash, I mean, fuck, dude. It's awesome. Stoked to be here. Stoked to be smoking hash with you guys. It's fun. But wow. 
potent. So yeah, this piece is is really awesome though. I'm really stoked how it turned out. And like overall, if you were to like look at all these pieces side by side, I really love how the color palette turned out in this. That's one thing Krunk said to me. I did a FaceTime with Krunk the other day. Uh, for an, We FaceTimed for I think an hour or so. And because um, we had to talk about pieces and pricing and I had to show him the glass and you know, and just talk a little bit more like because we've only talked like over the phone or through text message mostly. And um, yeah, one of the things he said is just like the way they all look together, like the way the colors like flow through these pieces, like they they almost look like they're supposed to stay together. Like they're like this little rainbow because they all have like they're all similar but different and all the way down from like to shaping to color accents to things like that. You know, they're just it's a special little collection of collabs. And uh, man, it was so fun talking to him, though, though. He was like such a nice dude. And it's like for me is someone that like he was someone I was following before I was even a glassblower. Um, he's been doing this for, I think, 23 years, he told me. And to talk to someone like that and like I've made a lot of assumptions over the years because who doesn't make assumptions? Like I try not to, but I still do it these sometimes. But I always assume like, oh, these big dudes, like I assume like they're like, I'm not cool enough to talk to someone or whatever the situation is. And man, he was so cool and like down to earth and just like nice. And I was like irritated with myself. I'm like, God, you assume so much about, you know, people or you have in the past, like, you know, that and then you actually talk to a lot of people and a lot of these people are just normal ass cool people. Like to me, Krunk is like a famous person. You know what I mean? But you know, to the rest of the world, unless you love glass, he's just some guy that makes, you know, glass pipes. So I don't know. For me, it was really cool being able to talk to the dude for an hour though, and just talk to him about life stuff and all the things we have similar hobbies and interests. And he, he gave me a lot of really nice, like, um, insight and just like compliments too. I was like, damn, this dude's like being very complimentative. It's just really, it was really, uh, it was really nice. Like, and I tried not to let it like stroke my ego at all where I thought it was cool. I just tried to feel gracious that like someone that I look up to saw me and appreciated me. So yeah, it was really cool. I had an awesome conversation with him. Uh, let's talk about this next one here. I wish I could smoke all these guys. I'm going to take dabs throughout the whole episode, but I'm going to try and keep talking about the glass because you know me. I can get distracted and talk about something that has nothing to do with glass. Um, all right. So this one right here is Terps and Mystique faded together. Cormac did such a good job on prepping all this stuff. Um, he prepped like over two pounds of freaking royal jelly for this thing. And then I sleeved clear over all of it and pulled it down and made it like that really juicy purple transparent tubing you guys see there. Um, but man, he did a, a really, really good job. So proud of that kid. Um, yeah, but the colors are uh, Terps and Mystique. And so she is a CFL shifter. This goes all orange. So it'll be an orange and blue fade in different CFL lighting. Again, we went with colors that we felt, and I say we, because yes, I picked the colors um, Cormac takes the rods and preps them up and blows them out into like basically raw tubing that I can then um, either sleeve or like work in the way I want to and shape out and make a piece. Um, so I always say we because it's a it's all a group effort. Everything is. It's always been since the beginning because Cassie, my wife, 
uh, she's ran the business and done everything from day one. So it's always been a team effort. So we, that's why I always say we, I try not to say me or I too much because I feel like that I'm not focusing on what's really going on. Okay. So <clears throat> the colors we thought would look really good with this was Terps and Mystique because they just complemented the crunk prep. They're not taking away from it. You're not distract. Here's the, here's the point is that you're not distracted by the fades this whole time. When you were looking at this, you're looking at this crunk sections and just like the mosaic and beautiful pattern, but the frame around it is just there to complement and accent the artist. And that is crunk's work. And I just wanted to compliment it, accent it and present it in a way where you're just focused on those sections. And the RBR is a great design for collabs in that ways where I don't over manipulate the prep. I can really keep the prep pretty true to how it looked before I got it. Sometimes when you're making certain shapes, like, I mean, when you're stretching out glass, things get manipulated. They get morphed, they can get like distorted and it still looks really cool. And it, it's, that's perfectly fine. That's part of it. But I just like that with this, the RBR is like pretty clean cut design where like you can put the prep in a way where it won't get distorted too much or manipulated. You can still see the original kind of like pattern or what the pattern the artist was trying to achieve. Um, but yeah, the Terps and Mystique. So yeah, CFL shifter. She has the full Terps joint. That's all ground handmade. Really proud of that. That takes me a lot of time to hand make and do all these ground doers. It's, it takes multiple tries. I, like I said before, I usually make at least three, sometimes four till I get one that is right. Then sometimes you get one that's right. You let it cool in the kiln till the next day. You open your kiln, you take it out. You're like, sweet, it's all annealed and safe. You grind it, which takes a little bit of time to really get the grind nice on there. And then you're like, okay, time to cut the perk. So I can, and then you start cutting it and then your saw does something funny and then cracks the perk and rips it to pieces and you're like sick. So tomorrow, hopefully I can try again. It's just fucking frustrating. So that happened a few times with these, like I lost perks, but in the end, like the perks that are in this shit look is so machined looking like when you see these in person, it's like, is that fucking handmade? That looks like fucking like a machine made that it's like factory. I'm really proud of them. Put a lot of time into them, uh, on those ground joints, the silly things that people don't really see, but me as the person making it, it's like important. I think it's like when someone's designing a car, there's certain like aspects of the vehicle that the consumer will never really see or understand, but it's in there. And the guy that designed it, that's where the real art is to him. It's just the refinement of all these little parts that when put together, create this one thing that functions so beautifully. So I'm going to pull on this piece. We'll show the function similar to the 14 mil, a little smaller. The sound is definitely different on these 10 mils and we can do some side by side, like sound if you guys want. I mean, not like you'll even be able to ask, I'll just do it. But I'm trying, I'm trying to make sure you guys feel included in this, uh, but let's pull on this piece. And that Terps Mystique, it really, it just pops. <sighs> she is a shred, I'll keep pulling it, sorry. It's just like, I like pulled out and I was like, whoa. It, the function on the 10 mils is <coughs> so like, so nice. I don't know, it's, they're just, I smoke the 14 mils mostly, but the 10 mils, whenever I pull them on, I'm like, God damn though. It's just like, so it's like a jet engine. So refined.
she dumps bubbles and I love this color cause it's fully transparent. You see all the function, but it like the way light goes into it, it looks almost opaque in some lights. It's really, it's a really cool color. And this pattern too, like that, um, Kronk sent me like, I have only seen him do it like a few times. So it was like, it was so cool. The variety he sent me, I'm like, man, he sent me some cool shit. And I feel like I really was able to maximize like the prep and put it into each piece where it fit right. And cause it's hard when you're sending stuff like through the mail and you're not working side by side due to circumstances of this last year and a half. Um, you know, maybe like if he was working right next to me, I'd be like, Oh, make it this size. Exactly. And like, instead I was basically, I had a bunch of parts and I was like, where can I fit these parts into my design where they're going to be the best? So each design was that design because that part fit for that design. Um, let's talk about this three by three and then we'll take a dab and then talk about the purple one for a while. Cause that's a lot. There's a lot there. There's just a lot going on, you know, Man, I'm definitely really stoned from that one dab. I only took one dab, right? Jesus. My goodness. When you don't smoke hash for like a week, and then you do. Oh my God. You're like, wow, this is fucking potent. All right. So the colors, let's see. I'm just going to adjust a couple of things. Honestly, we'll put this bad boy right there. Okay. So the colors on this one, well, the color is Plant Fibian from Multinora. And this is the newer batch of Plant Fibian very very transparent still has that milkiness to it still like that green moonstone basically um but it's like okay first of all real quick guys something just happened to me i was just sitting here looking at this piece and for some reason like it just reminded me so much of like a memory of playing with some Legos. And I was talking about the color. It was trippy. It was, it was weird. I, I that one dad fucking rocked me. I'm way too stoned. Okay, we're gonna keep trying to talk about this glass. It's pretty cool. Okay, so the newer batch of Plant Fibian is mega transparent. I like it for recyclers because you're really gonna see all that function. Uh, for people that use it in other applications as sculpting and stuff like that, I think they're like, dang, like I liked it when it was more milky. But for what I'm doing, I'm trying to show function, so it's perfect. So these newer batches are really, really transparent, but like mouthpiece through the whole thing, you still see those milky hues through it. It's still like that really like pretty like green moonstone. Um, also too, like I talked about a little while ago on the red piece, I did all the like little bubbles on these ones a bit bigger because these collabs are just heavier. This crunk prep is heavy. Um, so let's just give it that extra stability back there. And I'm really, really stoked how this one came out for portions and everything. I'm, I'll pull on it now. We'll get some, we'll get some function going. We'll talk about the faster drains a little bit more. I say I don't even know what more I need to talk about that, but we'll, we'll still, we'll touch base on it. Shredder. table's not level what can you do the garage isn't level so the level point would be actually like this but 
Yeah, there it goes. So that's funny too. If like, if your shit's not level, one drain's gonna go faster than the other. Like when you have these like three by threes, if it's on a table and it's like just a little bit, like one drain's gonna go faster than the other for sure. Um, but yeah, these pieces fucking shred. They have like, they hit like a uh, 10 millimeter uh, two by three but I would say these are a slightly a little bit more airy, a little bit less restriction on these. Perks are a little bit more opened up because I want high, high water flow um, because you want as much water dropping into these um, drains as possible. Just It's more just for that function video. This has nothing to do with like flavor or like, you know, getting water in your mouth or not draining. It just has to do with like having these pretty visuals because that's the reason you do all these drains is so you can like have these cool like function shots and it's like a cool display of like controlling water i don't know it's just fucking fun i like i pull on pieces all day like if you ask either of my employees they'll be like if i'm not on the torch i'm like on my phone with a piece just like looking at it like pulling on it just like non-stop my wife too like every morning she's like she just hears me out here just pulling on pieces and she's like have you started blowing glass yet i'm like almost i'm just gonna pull on this piece some more like I'm obsessed with playing with function. So for me, that's what's really fun. And I hope some of you guys gravitate towards that too. And also like, you're just like, I fucking just love function. Playing with water and getting stoned at the same time. Like what's better than that? At least for me. All right, this is also this prep that Krunk sent me. This is my favorite prep he sent me out of all the prep. I love it. It's like the color, everything about it. The colors, it has like pot leaves. It has these skulls. It's like. It reminds me of like, I don't even know, like fucking like Caribbean, like stoner pirates. It's, it's just like such a cool, like, God, I sound like a douche saying this, but it's like a really cool vibe. I don't know. I really like the colors and just like the pattern, how it's all laid out. It's like really fun, but it's kind of dark too. I don't know. It's like that Caribbean pirate F3 tornado. It's a fun piece. Full plant Fibian perk. I, the, 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 this one, the joint and everything, it's like seriously looks like fucking machine made. I'm like so proud of it. I'm like, God, like if that takes so much time and it's expensive, I wish hopefully someday we can find a way to like do that faster so we can like offer those like to anyone, not just the super expensive collabs. But yeah, I'm really proud of how this piece turned out. Um, just the function on it and everything. We'll pull on it some more. It's just, the, the whole colors and everything about it. I just really love this piece. Definitely my favorite of the uh, prep he sent me, for sure. Because I don't see this pattern much. I haven't, I've never seen this pattern, which maybe he's done, and I'm just, I don't see everything, guys. What can you do? But I don't think I've seen that one. I don't think I've seen this one. I've seen this one and I've definitely seen these like kind of like collage of all the chip patterns. It's like a big collage, which this is like probably the more popular one you see. <clears throat> because I feel like patterns like these ones, you only have so many you can make and then you run out of components and then you have extras of a bunch of stuff and then the extras you can make the, the collages like this. So the ones that are patterns that are like known patterns, I feel like are like, a lot more limited. Um, 
So that's kind of a cool thing for a collector point of view. And I could be wrong. I would love to have Kronk on here someday and like these guys and actually talk to them about the ins and outs of that stuff if they're comfortable. But um, logically, I think that's kind of where it's at is that the patterns that you see are going to be a lot more limited than like the collage style because you can only make so many of these until you run out of components. And when I say components, I mean all the little tiles he uses to put together to make these sections of tubing. I mean, so much time just to pull down that much milli to have all those little patterns to put them all together. And it's just, it's just months and months of work to even just get the components built. And then you're like, okay, time to put all these together and start making tubing. It's a very like patient, long, arduous process. He's been doing it for 23 years though. He's got the skills. So, but to me is like a pretty, I still feel like I'm a pretty beginner. I've been doing it eight years now. I feel like year 10 is when you're like, okay, I do this. Like most people apprentice for like a few years and then start figuring it out. And like, so I feel like I'm still like pretty new into this shit. But to me, I'm like, man, that's like a ton of work. Like, I hope I have that level of patience someday. Like, I'm just like this kid with like, I'm like this hyper kid that just wants to make tornadoes, you know? So I just like get out here every day and start making functionals. Like to make milli all day, pull them down, polish everything, all that time planning the milli, everything. There's so much that goes into it. I'm like, oh, hopefully I can find that patience. And I was like, maybe at like year 15 or year 16, I'll be a little more patient. But like, you don't need to make a bunch of tornadoes today. Maybe just prep some color for this big project. But we'll get there. I did work on a really big project though, which is this big purple one. We'll start talking about that one now. Um, switch spots. Probably take a quick dab, but I don't know. Should I? Won't make much sense probably, but I'm going to take one real quick. Might as well. This piece is really dope. Really got me stoned though. You know, it could just be the sour papaya I've been smoking. The sour papaya is honestly so strong. I don't usually get this stoned from fruity stuff, but this sour papaya has gotten me like anxiety attack high though, like since I've had it. And I'm like, I need to get something else just so that... I'm not getting a stone and then just bust out that sour papaya when I'm trying to get ignorant because shit is potent. But let's take another dab of it because, you know, two is fine. I'm good with two. It's once we've taken more than four, that's when it starts getting a little, I'm like, oh, I'm going to fucking throw up. Dizzy from hash and the Terps and lack of food. But yeah, one more dab on this thing before we get into talking about that big purple one. Which that was just like, it's one of those pieces where like, I, I had to even ask my wife, I was like, hey, can I make this? Like, cause it's gonna be a huge investment for us. It's gonna, when I say huge investment, I mean, I have to take a week off of like my scheduled work. I have to invest like a lot of money in material and it's just a big investment for us. And I was like, and it might not sell because it's going to be expensive because it's going to be a ridiculous amount of work. So it's just inherently going to be expensive. So I was like, it might not sell. I was like, so it's like, this is, you know, kind of crazy to do. And she said, yes. And I'm literally like four days later, she was in the fucking hospital. So we're like, fuck, we should have just kept crushing out our Sunday sales so we could take care of these hospital bills. But um, that's what the universe does. But I went, I was already, I was already halfway into it when she like went to the hospital. So I was like, fuck it. That's the piece it's happening. 
spent like a week on it, maybe like a little bit more. It was a lot of time. Cormac and prep and just color prep on that fucking purple piece. He probably has at least 16 to 20 hours of blowout prep in that piece, which I paid him for, obviously. But still, like that's someone else's time, too, that went into it as well. So I just want to make that clear. There's a lot of time that went into this piece. And then Crunk, look how much Crunk preps on that shit. There's a lot on there. So... And it's all in the right places where you get to appreciate the prep. It's balanced, but it doesn't take away from any of the function. But man, a lot of, lot of hours and time in that piece. So it was like one of those things, like I even had to ask my wife, like I just said, it's like, it was a big deal for us to like make this, but I wanted to make it because I told myself that if I made these first three collabs and they worked out and I didn't fuck anything up and I was like, then I would go for a really technical piece that I could show people that like, Hey, like I can get wild sometimes too, but it's just like, it's just tough. Like I would never have glass available. I'd make maybe like 12 pieces a year. If I made pieces like that all the time, maybe 15, 12 to 15 pieces a year is all you'd get out of me. If I was making shit like that all the time, that's why there's people out there that that's what they do. That is that is a market out there. I have friends that do it. That just, just the high-end stuff. They only do like maybe like less than 20 pieces a year. But I really, really like seeing people smoking my glass. I'm a weirdo that likes to see people just shredding clear RBRs and doing funny things with them and tagging me and stuff. Like, And if I only make pieces that are fucking 15, 20 grand and I make only 10 or 12 or whatever a year, then I'm never going to see my glass being smoked. I want people using the function. I want them enjoying it. But I want to see it in action. It's exciting for me. So, (coughs) (coughs) I get wild. (coughs) But I also want to be in a place where I'm seeing people using my glass and it's accessible. If my glass isn't accessible, then... I mean, it already, God, you know, it sounds ridiculous me saying it. If my glasses isn't accessible. Right now, it's pretty inaccessible because of how the recent sales went. But who knows? Things might slow down. And then, you know, there might be, like, less people, like, fighting to get pieces. Who knows what, what's, you know, whatever. Um, but everything's been really crazy over the last th- two or three years. So it's, yeah, it's not super accessible. And... Honestly, four, five, six hundred dollars to someone is definitely not accessible. Like, so it's all in where you're at, but I'm trying to make my glass available, accessible, and so people can like smoke it and be showing it off and enjoying the function that I put all this time into. And like, that's what this big purple piece really, I feel like, shows because this is a very complicated build. For me, at least. I mean, I'm sure some people, maybe it's easy for them. But we all have different levels of skill, right? So this is like a very complicated build for me. I've had this piece drawn up for a long time in my book. I have this black book. I have a couple of them. But my most recent one that I've been drawing in the last couple years. I have tons of recyclers in there and like really abstract things. And like 
that's like what I wanted to do. I was like, I just picked one. There was three that I was looking at. This is the one I went with because I felt that I honestly felt it would be the most um, challenging for me. The other two would have looked really cool, but from a technical level, wouldn't have tested my skills as much as this one. So I'd really tried, I picked the one that seemed like it would be the hardest just overall based on like size and like the concept behind it. Cause this, I'll talk a little bit about that too now, kind of like the concept behind this piece and like what my idea was for it. So the piece essentially, like I wanted to create a shape um, on the outside of a shape almost. Okay. So I want this, I'm so high. It's gonna be hard to explain guys, but I hope I do an okay job, you know, but bear with me. Um, if you haven't smoked anything yet, or you're just like, where am I? What, who is this guy? Why are people even watching him? Like you got to try to do some weeds or go check out my Instagram or something and try to figure me out a little bit. But the overall idea with the shape of this piece, I'm going to move this over too. Cause I kind of want like lots of, uh, room just to turn this and move it around and kind of do some shit like this. Cause we got this camera right here. So we can talk about it more. Let me take a little drink here. Cause I want to do a good job, you know? I killed myself on this thing. The cleanliness on it and just the, everything. It's just so, so fucking proud of this piece. Okay. So one of the things I wanted to do with the shape of this piece is with the drains and the uptakes. I wanted to create shape with the drains and the uptakes together in a couple different ways from different perspectives, depending on what way you were filming the piece or photographing it. So with the drain and the uptake, I wanted to create like a curve and with this curve, if you, if this curve was going to keep going, I wanted to make it so it almost like hit this little flat edge and then it would come around. Like if you were to draw like a circle right there. So I almost like flattened, I pretended that there was a, a ball right here and it just like took away all the glass. So this uptake got taken off right there and that's why it's at flat angle. Cause it was kind of supposed to follow like the, uh, let's see here. Yeah, it's supposed to follow kind of like the, that kind of like edge of the drain up to that. So I wanted to kind of like have that shape right there where they became one. And the reason I stacked the uptakes and the drain like that is so visually when you were looking at the piece and smoking it, and if you were to shoot it from one side, when all the water's pumping up and draining, it looks like they're all one thing. It's kind of hard to distinguish if the, where's the water going up or down. And I'm gonna pull on this in a minute. We're gonna see all that function. This thing functions. And I think we're really gonna be able to see it. We got good lighting. I got a black shirt on. We're good. Quality test. This thing is so heavy. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. But essentially inside of the piece though, we'll talk more about the drains when I start pulling on it and functioning it. Um, but let's talk a little bit more about the mechanics in it. So inside this piece, the percolator is a double diffuse perk. The double diffuse perk is a, like seriously such a powerful engine. It's the perfect perk for like a bigger piece. I put them in the double diffused uh, RBRs just because they move so much water that it's like they get a really like nice aggressive drain. But you can put a double diffuse perk. I say you, I mean, they're my perk. I make them. I put double diffuse perks in my bigger like functional tubes as well because they really move the water. Sometimes I do triple diffused in them depending on the size of the piece, like the flower tubes have like triple diffused in them. But this one has double diffused in it because that's all it needed. <clears throat> Fit perfectly. Um, 
I could have put a triple diffused in this if this wasn't a Klein recycler. So this is a triple Klein. So there's inside of this big chamber right here, there's like this tree in there. It's like a big like hollow Maria with like these like like curvy drains coming off it that then pop out the side of the piece right here and then drain down these through these tubes. So inside of this bigger section up here is like just like all filled with tubing. So it's actually reducing the surface area in there. And that helps the water stack because the more space you can fill inside your piece, the less energy it's gonna take the person smoking it to get all that water to stack because you're filling it with other shit. Even though it looks big, it's this thing's filled with mechanics inside of it, even though it looks big. All this shit is filled. And where the perk is set, the perk is set right inside this condensed section in between this little beakered foot and this bell shape right here. The perk isn't right it's set right inside there. So when the water comes out and like the smoke comes out, it immediately just hits a wall and then starts stacking. But then when it starts stacking, it immediately hits a double diffused disc right here that then jettisons the water up, which then there's this like tree thing in there that's all the drains and that takes up the whole section. So then the water just pops out into these wild uptakes that this piece is inspired by Japanese architecture to be clear and the number three. So it's just like a unique piece with some like, I don't know, I growing up, like I, my dad was a uh, construction worker. So like I was always going to jobs and stuff. And uh, as a kid, I always liked buildings and I liked old buildings. And like, I really, really liked Japanese architecture as I got older, because I just love the roof lines and stuff. I just, it reminded me of like druids and shit from World of Warcraft. I don't know. I just love that shit. And I'm like, it's really cool. Like I love I love how much like time and energy certain cultures put into everything from their architecture to the way they cook and I don't know it's just it's all art so I love the way like Japanese buildings look and like traditional buildings like that um, what are they gonna call them pagodas yeah uh, but that's what this piece is inspired by we got some water in this so let's pull on it and see some function we'll talk some more about the build because this was a challenging one it was fun all right all right, so you're gonna see a lot of water in bubbles dumping down these drains. These things fucking, this thing moves a lot of water. Okay, so I'm gonna pull on it again but I'm going to turn it just a little bit. So we're just going to watch kind of like the uptakes. I think we're going to do it from I'm trying to think what uptake would be best. I'm just trying to think for your guys angle for like seeing the function. Yeah, I think we'll go from like a front angle like that. Okay, so I'm just going to try and line it up with the camera a little bit kind of like that so you guys can kind of see so you should be able to see all, all three drains in this as well so the front one and then these two side ones you should be able to see all three right Asia? we're looking okay so now you're going to be able to see all three of these dumping water at once not maybe you did in the first part but now i'm trying to be more specific about it all right And from like this angle, when you do like a video and an up close, it's like, it's hard to distinguish, especially when you're looking down on it, like 
what's the drain, what's the uptake? Because there's so much water dropping down and so much stacking up. And the way these uptakes are shaped, they're so like, um, the way these uptakes are shaped, there's such a like crazy uptake that it like chops the water super hard and just shreds it to pieces. So then when it drops down this super open drain, like that was one thing about all my early clients is like, I didn't realize is like, oh, I gotta make these drains even bigger. Like all my early clients function good and some function really good, but I've learned a lot more over the last few years making all these RBRs about drain speed and how important certain things are. So I've, you know, I've been able to incorporate all everything I've learned into this new piece and like this thing just shreds the water and moves it so rapidly. It's, it's surprising when you pull on it. You're like, when you pull on it, you're like, whoa, that like, that just goes. It's like really surprising. And I've, really wanted to do this piece too. God, I'm fucking hitting the table and shit. I'm stoned. Um, I really wanted to do these, this piece too, because of the uptakes on it. I've done these uptakes once before on another collab with a uh, glass by Blake. And it was like a clear piece and it had like similar uptakes where it hooks like underneath the drainer here, here and fills that like negative empty space in between the drain and the top of the can of the pipe. Um, because you can actually have like this section right here, way squatted down. So it's almost like part of that top but then like you don't see a you don't really see a big like tornado really moving you still see a tornado but it's like a compressed one um this piece i wanted to actually stretch it up to try and get it up a little higher so we could see a little bit more tornado function and a little bit more of that aggressive action happening right inside where the funnel is um, but it's super opened up in there it's like fucking probably 16 or 18 millimeter it's really big and opened up because then it goes like i said into that big hall maria then it trees off into all these drains um then it becomes the triple drain down here so everything i was originally going to do like two of everything like two uptakes two drains but then like that's how the drawing was but then when i started like making parts and looking at the shape i have made i'm like whoa it has to be three like two is not gonna it wasn't gonna flow right like three is like way cooler because it's i mean it's just a lot more going on a lot more function but just symmetry wise when you're looking at it just like i like the way like the three flows but these these uptakes and drains like or stuff i've done in pieces in like 2015 2016 but i want to come back to it just like i did with the rbr I have a lot of ideas I'm gonna start coming back to now because I'm like, hey, you got more skill now. Go back to that one idea when you were trying it, but you just couldn't quite figure it out. Try it again. And uh, just and then I have my book full of stuff. So as long as we can get like our regular life shit back on track, I can start maybe like doing more fun prototype shit too and offering other things and, and just, uh, yeah, I don't know, bringing more to the table, I guess. But it was really fun to have an opportunity to show you guys like, something else besides all my crazy RBR things I do. This is, uh, you know, the only thing similar about this with the RBR would be the uh, percolator. That's it. This has a double diffuse perk inside of it. I'm gonna pull on it some more, but this thing just, it just shreds. We can get closer to that mic for more sound. Move this one though. It's seriously insane how much this thing dumps. And this this section up here, like this weld, I'm like so proud of this fucking thing. 
so proud of this piece. Like this, this looks like some shit that, <clears throat> I don't know. I'm almost at one year on the lathe and the things I'm already doing on it. I'm just like, fuck man. In like five years, shit's going to be insane. I already know it. Just because, yeah, I do crush out like big orders and I'm, I'm doing like a lot of things, but I also have the capability of like still getting in my time to prototype and try new stuff and like test myself. And this was a huge test, huge test. And I did a test like this with fucking crunk prep. I mean, you know, that's, oh, it was a crazy week. Like Cormac even said to me, he's like, dude, you made your most stressful piece you've ever made during the most stressful week of your life. And I was like, yes, I like to get, I like to get wild like that. It just seems to be how things work out, but it's wild. So episode's almost over. So we'll do a couple personal things real quick for the people that do care, that care about Cassie and big Bear Mountain supporters. She's doing a lot better. She's out of bed. She is healing up. She's like emailing again. She's like feeling, I mean, she's sore and everything, but she had to have emergency surgery. Um, she had some really rare life threatening thing happen and had like internal bleeding and had to get like some stuff removed. And it was, it was, it was rough. And I don't want to get specific cause I haven't asked her if I can tell people her personal things that happened with her. So I'll just keep it pretty vague like that that she's good now but it was like an intense life-threatening thing that happened and it was just wild and the funny thing about me is, is i actually when things are really good i get severe like anxiety and stress when things are really bad i get like juiced up i get like ready for fucking war i'm like that's why i'm like definitely because like that viking bloodline i'm like that's what they did they just got hyped up they get They'd eat a bunch of mushrooms, be tripping balls, paint themselves blue, be naked, and just run and scream at people, no matter how shitty things were. So, like, I think I'm just, like, a crazy person. But for me, I get, like, amped up when, like, things are bad. Like, when we were at the hospital and, like, there was just so much shit happening. I was, like, my adrenaline's pumping right now because I'm thinking about it. I'm, like, fucking let's go. Like, I'm just, like, ready to crush. But it's so weird that that's my, how my body f copes with things or how my mentality copes with it. I used to get really upset and feel just like depressed and think about how hard life's going to be. Now I'm just like, I'm like, oh, universe, do you want to fuck me? I'm going to fuck you right back. I'm going to outwork you, universe. I'm insane. Like, that's how I look at it. So I just go at it like a fucking crazy person. And I'm just ready for fucking battle. So for me, it's been just a huge motivator. But it's been truly awful i'm smiling i'm trying to be positive about it but on the real it's been very challenging there's a lot of other personal things going on over the past six weeks that we i have not really talked about and i'm not going to but there's we're dealing with a lot of end of life stuff with people we care about and there's just so much happening and we're just still crushing and staying positive for our kid because it's it's wild being a parent. You have to be very cautious of like, it's like you don't want to hide emotions. You want to teach your children. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to whatever. But you also don't want your kids to be just in an environment where it's constant emotional things happening. You have to be, you have to let it out in little bits like a dam. You have to be a dam for the emotions and you can let a little out, you know, so, but give people a chance to learn and give someone a chance to be a kid because man, the world will make you grow up much quicker than you choose to. And uh, I'm going to work my ass off so that doesn't happen to my kid. But, yeah, so we're just fucking crushing. And uh, things are fine right now. This was, I need another dab before we finish this. But things are fine right now. I made this glass, you know. I fucking 
got a job. I'm taking care of everybody. And I'm taking care of myself. I fucking, I work out three days a week. I eat pretty damn good. And uh, I really try not to work too late every single night. I try to go to bed at midnight at least a few nights a week. Um, but then work to two or three most of the nights. But, you know, everything in steps. But, holy shit. Been very intense. Six weeks since we went to Florida. The world has truly ended in, in our... And, but we're fucking figuring out we're crushing. And I'm not trying to make it a depressing thing because it's not what it is. It's not what it is at all. Because I don't like to talk about this shit because every time I do, it's like, fuck, man, everyone's got shit going on. Everyone's got people they care about suffering. Everyone, I mean, it's like a broken record at this point. So I feel like an asshole even talking about any of it because I have a job and I have you, you folks that support me and watch the podcast that support the Sunday sales, which we got one today. Check it out. Um, it's so it's hard for me to even talk about anything that's not going good for me because I'm like, dude, but look at what you have. Like, how can you even don't even it's it's just like I feel like an asshole even talking about it. But I just wanted to be clear that my wife's good. It's been a challenging six weeks. We've missed some podcasts. Drops have been pushed back, but we're fucking, we're crushing and we're figuring it out. My mouth is very dry and I hate it. So I'm going to take a sip of my liquid IV. Use promo code bears and check out. Um, so <laughs> just kidding. Wouldn't that be great though? They wouldn't pay for this. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, this these pieces have really uh, made me feel like really accomplished over the past week with all the challenges because it's just you know it's just it's wild it's wild to just see that what I've been able to do even though the circumstances and I'm gonna keep it going with a big ass Sunday sale today and um, it's gonna be a great year and then summer's almost here and I think people are starting to feel better. Um, I see those numbers going down with the pandy. And, you know, we just got to look at all the good things happening. Um, yeah, fuck, man. Hash. Let's take another dab and, and uh, try to get on something else. Holy fuck. Jesus. Don't mean to be a Debbie Downer, but I had to talk about that stuff. Because... We've had so many people emailing and reaching out, and I'm like, all right, let's just talk about it. Oh, shit, should I get into the fresh stuff or keep smoking? No, I'm going to take a fresh one. This one's right out of the fridge today. It's just some more sour papaya, though, so it's just like, I've just been smoking a lot of sour papaya. I think that's why I've been dabbing less, too, because it's so strong. It tastes so good, so once you start dabbing it, you're like, oh, let me get another dab of that, but then it's like, when it tastes so good, and I'm sure you guys have had this before, you get that really good gram, and you're like, man, Shit tastes so good. I can't stop smoking. And then all of a sudden you're too stoned and it's all gone. Like the next day and you're like, damn, that was supposed to last me. What happened? Fuck. I wish I could smoke that piece though. She fucking shreds. That's going to Hetty Hawaii. That's going to be at Krunk's show. I can't believe the lineup. That's one thing with this piece is like, they really wanted this one at the show. Um, the people that are on this lineup are insane. It's like huge, super mega talented people that are like hardcore artists, like 
like that that dude that's been like coming up like for a minute like jay fell like Saul, like i mean all the there's like oh my gosh so many like i'm so stoned i can't even think of them all you know what i'm saying look at the fucking flyer though there's like nine names and i can't believe my fucking names on there it's kind of like i'm like what this is crazy like you know what the craziest part about it is guys about seeing my name on there is that three four years ago that was my dream that was my big i'm like someday like that's gonna happen for me now my name's on those flyers and life is hitting me so hard that i almost have trouble taking a moment to feel excited about things like that because it's, it's just hard you know it's like fuck but man years ago that was that was always my goal and it's like i'm super gracious and stoked and grateful to be there but it's like sometimes it's hard to appreciate what you've accomplished when your current world is a little bit disrupted you know that's a very like i feel like politically correct way of saying it you know shit's fucked up and sometimes it's hard to pay attention to the good things um can't believe i get smoked this piece too the the guy who's uh scooped it even asked he's like smoking on the podcast i'm like i'm always stoked to hear people that actually buy the glass watch the podcast like you never know you know what i mean like i'm like maybe there's just like this just youtube community that just like founded that watches it like how many people actually own the glass that watch these um yeah and we'll do more easter eggs i still have to ship the uh well they should be shipped by now because this by the time this fucking comes out but yeah the first uh, batch of easter eggs i made for the podcast listeners because those were like uh made to order thing because i was like i'm i'm let me see if people actually find the easter egg and take advantage of it before i like make all these pieces and then i just did like five micros and i was like all right cool they scooped so next time maybe we'll do some specialty stuff that was like a little test you know gotta do those little tests test the waters before we go all out dude you know have you ever just wondered when you're really stoned if you burnt the q-tip or if there's actually hash in the nail that's what i'm wondering right now i'm gonna say that i i'm gonna say there's hash in the nail actually it's not q-tip no it's not q-tip whatever so now it's gonna turn some cool colors some fire will shoot out of it Dude, I'm loving that green light behind me today, and I'm stoked it hasn't died yet, because I couldn't find a battery this morning that was charged, but luckily that one was. And then it should turn off right now, because that's basically how my life's been going. As soon as I say, things are pretty awesome right now. It's like, fuck you, dude. But I keep telling my wife, I'm like, lady, there's like huge, amazing things on the horizon. I was like, if we can keep enduring all the challenges we face, there's something big coming. And that's a great way to distract yourself until you eventually expire. Because if you really think about the reality of things, it's very concerning. So I just like to find cool ways of distracting myself. I got this dog. He's very challenging. Huh, Bane? Yeah, he just wants to play with his ball right now. Bro, there's so much money on this table. It's insane. It's like, you're not that expensive of a doggy, are you? No, you're priceless. Okay, can you go lay down, please? I'm trying to do hash with my friends, bro. Lay down for a minute, and then we'll play outside in a minute. Oh, bro, this is bad. He's he's like, you saw me. You paying attention to me now. He just wants to hang out, dude. I really want. All right. Sweet. Well, I'm not really sure what I was talking about before, but I think this is actually already heated up, and we just got to turn on the turbo meter. 
We should be good to go. My my producer's laughing at me, so I'm more stoned than him, for sure. Eventually, I'm gonna have someone on here next to me every day that gets equally as stoned. So I just, I'm not just like the super stoned guy over here. Uh, I already scooped it out too. I got everything I need. I'm already all set up. I got distracted by the little Bane. <clears throat> but yeah, super stoked on this piece. It's it's insane that it worked out. It, it's it's such a big piece, at least for me. I mean, 16 inches, and there's that like that many welds, that much color, that much chips. There's a lot of sensitive glass right there, as far as like, you know, working together and stuff. Like, just keeping everything warm. I don't know. It's it's a lot, and it was so heavy because like. I didn't assemble, like I did certain things on the lathe, but it was like bench assembled with, with all the drains, uptakes, joints, everything, that's all on the bench. The only thing I did on the lathe is like drop in the uh, perk and then like shape out like these big crunk sections. Bang, leave Aja alone. Bro, why do you need, what are you going through right now? Bane's been having a tough time too. His poor ears. Been on probiotic for a while. It's helped, but I think now he needs to just like get something to just fully knock it out, bro. You have to go lay down. We're gonna miss this dab too. It's like this is like, you're really blowing it for me. We have to edit all this out. Just kidding. We don't edit anything. Well, we do. I just edits things, but we don't like take things out. Is what I mean. Okay, 488. And I'm not gonna take this as hot because I don't need to. I already got a dab on there. Bane, I love you so much, but you really need to go lay down. thing is just huge let me just let me just move that fucking crunk tower out of the way that's what people were calling it my dad likes to like read all the comments everyone leaves because i don't like read all the comments because it gives me anxiety my dad's like just like was so stoked on this piece of real reading all the comments he's like oh this one this cover right here i'm like okay dad <laughs> like sick like i don't when there's like when a piece gets like hundreds of comments i i don't look at them all because i'll explain good ending segue i think um <coughs> i don't read them all because two things oh my god whether it be negative or positive. The positive ones, what's happened to me in the past, I used to just like sit for hours and read every comment and it like boosts my ego a lot. And like, I don't like, I feel like I'm less creative if I think I'm cool. And then if they're negative comments, I'm very sensitive. So it like will affect me in a way where I'm like, are they making a valid point? Like I, like, cause I don't want to like write anyone off. I'm like, if someone, I like want to, I want to think about it. I want to think about what someone said and, but most people are like, that's stupid. And I'm like, you're right. It is stupid. That's I dropped out in 10th grade. Understand I do stupid things. Um, but yeah, like, so like, I don't, when there's like a lot of comments, I don't like when it's like, you know, 30 comments or something, I'll definitely like read and comment back to people and talk a bit. But when it's like, just like a pay, like a uh, post, that's kind of like popping off. I'm like, I can't even engage with it too much. Like, like if I'm like, get a notification and I see something, I'll just like hard it or whatever, but I try not to engage too much just because I feel like, um, you know, ego and like also my sensitive side, you know, take it, take over and I'll be like more focused on internet stuff and less focused on creating glass. So I need to keep myself 
highly focused when I'm in the studio for the most part, because nowadays I have a lot less time being a parent and just having like people to take care of and like just a lot of things going on. So it's like, I have to be very focused while I'm at work, um, in order to maximize, you know, efficiency and quality, everything while I'm at work. And like back in the day before my kid got here, I could like work for like 18 hours straight and just like chill in the studio and like never go inside. I don't know. It was fucking crazy. Um, but it's much different now. I, now I have spurts. It's like, okay, I have five hours here, six hours here, two hours here. It's like, I need to be very um, productive while I'm at work. So I'm not really sure how I got on that subject, but fuck guys. Well, today was wild. It was fun. We talked about the crunk pieces a bit. Uh, we do have a Sunday sale today. Lots of cool colors. So many new colors, basically all new colors. I don't think there's any uh, colors we've done before. Somehow we keep coming out with new colors. And um, we'll have some clear available. Uh, might even have some 24 karat gold fume pieces available. We will see because I have it at this point, I'm supposed to make them tonight or tomorrow. So we'll see if they work out. Sorry I'm stretching while I'm doing the closing shit, but I'm fucking tired. I worked out this morning, haven't eaten anything, stayed up all night. And I've just been working like an animal because I'm gonna fucking get this shit all turned around and get everybody safe and comfy no matter what. And I hope you guys do the same. I appreciate everybody that supports the podcast. I am sorry about missing some episodes. Life's been crazy, but we're not we're not like not doing it. It's just like some bad shit's happened and it stops us from doing it that day because both me and I are dads, so our time's pretty limited when we can do things. So it's like we gotta film this. We can only film this one day a week, and if something happens, we don't film. It's just how it goes. And uh, but I appreciate you guys to keep coming each week and reach out and let me know that oh you missed it that week. I really appreciate it. So don't forget to sign up for our newsletter. And uh, this is the What's Up Everybody podcast, episode 61. It's fun talking about glass. Got a little weird for about eight minutes. But what can you do? That's what you get. Saved it till the end, though. Mmm, flimsy joint. Nice. Later, everybody. <laughs>